0: This story begins in a region known as Eatria, what is regarded as the known lands of the world Genia. Instead of Eatria, there are many continents, miles of oceans, and numerous islands, some mapped and many untouched. But for the purposes of our story, we shall instead look towards the westernmost continent of Odella, a culturally diverse land akin to the UK or to America. In southern Odela, there is the landlocked independent city-state of Warridge, run by the newly-elected Mayor Fidai, a tiefling man who had recently won out over the previous mayor, Portia Lindenbrook. On the eastern coast of Odela, there is the port town of Arglass, self-governed by a coalition of merchants, dependent upon the defense provided by their neighbors. To the northeast, there is the heavily-populated port city of Susanne, governed by one Anseth Kirik, as well as a group of representatives from various merchants and elected officials. The Tristanian government is responsible for the city, as well as a majority of the other towns and hamlets on Adela, with the exception of Wards to the south, Arglass to the eastern coast, and Rosenvale, a semi-isolated city to the northwest, hiding behind the Witrath Mountains, also known as Breaker's Range. The large northwestern town western- of Rosenvale has recently begun claiming its independence from Trusane, with the Count Rowan Rosenvale spearheading this effort. Our story begins in Tristanian, at a tavern called the Lucky Sapphire. This tavern is owned by one Avro Ilfir, a retired Elven adventurer, and Actiar, a form of military policeman in Eches, a distant continent to the east. Avro not only manages the tavern, but also directly manages the Royal Blue Cloaks, a guild of adventurers who are responsible for helping people and towns all over Odella, when the tasks get too mysterious or dangerous for the average guard or sheriff. There are other branches of the Blue Cloaks in other areas of the world, for which Avro is also responsible but our story centers on one particular team under the Royal Blue Cloaks. The first time our intrepid team of adventurers meets is in the Lucky Sapphire for their first mission, what is essentially their trial for being allowed into the Royal Blue Cloaks. In the beginning, there are the half-elf twins Caleron and Felbea, a gray tiefling who goes by Mercy, accompanied by the halfling, Roe, the high elf Morgan, and a quiet magenta tiefling named Erudite, nicknamed they slowly file in, one by one, to receive their instructions from Averro. While they wait, they meet Jim, the black and fluffy bar cat, who... talks. Ro immediately does not trust this cat, while Dea is smitten by the kitten. Their first task is to investigate and bust a drug-making ring run by the gang known as the Ketan. Normally, the Ketan hangs out in the Copper District, the poorest of the four districts in Sussein, but there has been evidence that they are extending into the Silver District. With introduction set, and their instructions received, the group of six head out to the Silver District. After some investigating, they spot a shady-looking individual and chase him down through the alleyways. Everdite accidentally kills him with a magic missile during the chase, but luckily, they find a note on his body telling Greg to make sure he goes to the right drop-off spot this time. The party then investigates the area designated in the note, and discovers the building that Keton is surely controlling. They raid the building, killing almost everyone except for one gang member, who they tie up. Once done, the Sasanian guards find them, rather disappointed that they didn't keep the higher-up gang member alive, but not complaining too much. A little messy, but the job was done, and the trial mission was passed. The party's next Blue Cloak's mission is to investigate a fishing village near Rosenvale. There have been reports that the large crabs that live in Lake Redian to the south of Rosenvale are becoming vicious and killing fishermen. The team sets out at once. Along the way, they cross paths with the Sazio Dene, a wizard traveling with a contract named Cog. The party helps repair his cart and continues on their way to the fishing village. There they discover that the crabs have some sort of parasite in them, which turns out to be some form of a mutated fish. Venturing towards the crab's nest, they fight an enormous crab and its crab cronies. Once dead, they find the source of the mutated fish, a warped magic bracelet with three elemental gems still attached to it. This bracelet in its warped state changes things around it, turning the box that they put it into into different materials. The party tries to avoid touching it as much as possible, but Calaron unknowingly fails a constitution saving throw against its effects, changing him in a way that would not be discovered for a very, very long while. As they take the bracelet back to Sursane, Cal routinely casts a mending word on the bracelet until it is no longer warped and mutating everything around it. On the way back, they come across a messenger that had been killed, likely by bandits, which includes an empty envelope for Onseth Kirik. They bring the envelope to Avaro, who takes them to meet the governor of the city, a fire who is very interested in ancient history. Once back to the city proper, the party also learns that Asagio has opened up a shop called Asagio's Oddities, so they visit to see what wares he has and to see if he can tell them what the bracelet does. After identifying it, Asagio informs them that the bracelet allows a magic user to change the element of their spell into a different element, such as fire into ice, provided that the proper stone is imbued into the bracelet. This bracelet currently has the stones for ice, fire, and lightning. Erudite takes the bracelet, being the party's wizard and main spellcaster. Their next mission requires them to find a green dragonborn archaeologist named Lalesia, who has stopped responding while out investigating some ancient mines for a special book of fiends. This party meets up with Donned, a lynx shifter who is best described as crunchy and lives mainly in the woods near the town of Pass, He leads them into the mines and, after some light convincing, joins them on a mission to find Alessia underground. These mines are infested with some cult followers of a chaotic entity named Dykid. The party clears them out, as well as some monstrous creatures, and finds Alessia just before she is discovered by these cultists. Together, she and the party unlock a large, mysterious door in the mines, leading them to the room with the book that they are seeking. As they approach the middle of the room containing an empty cage with the nameplate labeled Misfortune, the ground falls out from below them. Looking up as they fall, they catch a glimpse of a truly horrible creature, a monstrosity that could only be the misfortune referred to by the nameplate. The party, including Willessia and Dawn, gets dropped into the Underdark, and they start traveling to find a way out. They come across a group of Nothics that asks for a secret from everyone, something they take psychically. Cal refuses to give any secrets, a choice which causes some strife within the party, and the Nothics nearly attack, but instead agree to take a second secret from Willessia, and allow them to pass. Further into the tunnels of the Underdark, they find a room full of mushrooms. A few manage to find edible ones, but Morgan recklessly munches on a poisonous one and feels quite terrible for the rest of the day. At long last, they come across a purple-colored dragon named Kydus, apparently asleep near what looks to be an elevator shaft. Once the dragon realizes that the party is not fooled by his sleeping ruse, he opens up to a discussion with them and offers to make them a deal. If they speak the words to release him from his metaphorical chains, then he will get them out of the Underdark. After some discussion amongst the party, with Dev vehemently insisting that he help free him, they ultimately agree to the deal. Kytus turns into a handsome, dark skinned young man and uses the elevator shaft to bring them up and out of the Underdark at last, putting them somewhere in the mountains. The group parts ways with Kytus then, who expresses a desire to explore the world. They call Avro to give him a brief update, and they discover that more time has passed up here than they spent in the Underdark. A few days down there had turned into a couple of weeks on the surface. With this chilling discovery, and a hope that it never happens again, the party makes their way back to the mine to retrieve the book. They realize the monstrosity known as Misfortune has escaped the mines, but they are unable to track it now due to a recent rain. Misfortune will be a problem for another day, but a problem that they promise to resolve. With the group retrieved and Lesia safe and sound, Don takes his leave, and the rest of the group travels back to Susane, where Avro is waiting for them, along with two new adventurers to join their party. A large Firbolg barbarian by the name of Galeth, and a short chef displaying some minor magical abilities by the name of Maddie. And that concludes this episode of Dice Functional you enjoyed, please remember to subscribe, rate, and review. Thanks for listening. Take care of yourselves, and we'll see you next time.